Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students. We hope that this episode is helpful to you. Welcome back to the Watermark Students Podcast, people. My name is Austin Mankin. We are here with Jermaine, with Kaylee, and our student guest for today, Hanlon Smith. Hello, my name is Hanlon Smith. Mm. I'm a senior at like Highlands High School this year, and I'm going to Baylor next year. Sickum Bears. Big basketball game. Yes. Baylor Bears. Big basketball game. They are going to win. Hanlon. I would love to hear what's just what's just something relevant happening in, in the teenage world right now. We want to stay relevant. What's going on in your world? Okay, I feel like everything TikTok. Everything relevant TikTok. Right okay, now? what's what's happening on TikTok? What do we need um, to know? The little Nas um, blood shoes. The blood that shoes, guys. If you didn't TikTok know, are they blooding. Nikes? There is a rapper who came out with shoes with drops of blood in them. Yes. It's it's very strange. Very but, strange. but how yeah. is I, it really I, real? I don't know. Mm. I, I'm curious how the blood got in there. I've also seen on TikTok like Christians kind of speaking up and like yes. sharing the gospel yeah. in light yeah. of like the shoes and okay. the song. And there everything. you go. You so love the, to see it. Way to go, Christians. Way on to go, Christians. Haley, what's relevant in your life? What well, do we got? I'm, From a millennial perspective, we got a Gen Z perspective. What do we yeah, got? Yeah. As someone who is a millennial, I'm going to speak on behalf of all of us who yeah. have just been diving deep with the Britney Spears documentary, <laughs> for those who don't know. Britney's um, back. Britney is back, but everyone's trying to hashtag free Britney under her okay. conservatorship. Um, that's as much of a spoiler, a sneak peek as <laughs> yeah, I'll give. Yeah. For more info, check out her documentary um, only on Hulu. I know because I have one free month subscription wow. currently going, yes. so I could watch the documentary. Mm, yes. um, Austin, thank you for asking. <laughs> I, I am ready to give you some answers. Tell us, um, Well, first of all, another documentary that everyone's talking about mm. is the college admission scandal, that's which true. is very fascinating. You have to break it up into two viewing times <laughs> and like watch a cartoon afterwards or a funny oh, wow. show afterwards <laughs> a heavy. to just like you know, like flush have, out your brain. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, but I really want Is to. everyone talking about it? Yes. Okay. Hanley, do you wow. want to watch it later? It is definitely <laughs> heavy. Okay. Um, but but on the lighter note, this yeah. is something you could watch. So you watch the first yeah. 30 minutes of the college admission scandal. And then guys. And you then you watch the Britney Spears documentary <laughs> yeah. and break it up. You'd yeah. just be you'd just be too sad. Let me no, tell you. Then you go to Hulu. <clears throat> Wow. And you go to um, Survivor, guys. I know oh. I know some of you, as soon yes. as you hear that, you go, no, that's lame. Well, I'm a millennial, and for all of the new millennium, mm. I have been watching Survivor. Okay. And this last year, Survivor um, put out one of its best seasons ever. Season winners 40. at war with all previous winners. It was a great season, but then they had to stop the show because yeah. of COVID, obviously. And you heard it here first. They are back filming in Fiji. <laughs> and this fall, Survivor season 41 is coming out. And I just can't wait. Hanlon, is everyone millennia. talking about Survivor? I, I guess so. I have never See, watched it before. Yeah. So I'm really Literally in the no dark one's talking about, about it. It's no, a millennial thing. No, I'm talking about it. You're no. We're talking millennial. about it right now. We're talking we about it. We are talking about it. Guys, Austin, you know what we are you? talking about? Is the greatest album in Justin Bieber's career, which is the newest album, Justice. Wow. Yeah, Amazing. I love it. You think it's his best album. work. I think it's his best work yet. Love by you, best song. You heard it here first. Debatable. So... 
I, that is debatable, but I do like. He just that song. came up with five new songs. Five new songs. Just what a Bieber's guy. What a generous back. guy. He he first he gave <laughs> no. us such a good album, and then, and then he gave like, us. Here, I'll like, give you a few more. Here's yeah. some yeah. more. Well, That's everyone like, who's songs. listening, let us know your thoughts on the new album yeah. and what is the best song yes. in show notes or DM Austin. Yes, just <laughs> fight it, fight it out with yeah. him there. Um, well, on that note, we're going to transition to what we're actually talking about for the rest of the podcast, and that is teenagers and body image. I'm really excited for this. Um, we're going to be discussing how can teenagers win the battle against negative body image. And Hanlon, thank you so much for being here to talk about this with us. I think this is a topic that can so often just go overlooked or kind of um, brushed over, but it is something that is real in the lives of so many students. And in, um, thankfully, God's word has much to say yeah. about our identity sure. and the hope we can have um, and who we are in Christ. But to get started, just... Tell us a little bit about your school, your experience so far. How real is the social or cultural pressure in your friend group to look a certain way or have a certain body type? Yeah. So what I have experienced at Lake Highlands is there's not much of external pressure as in bullying or negative comments or anything of that sort, but it's more of an internal pressure of everyone has this um, like demon inside of them, I guess, that they don't really know mm. everyone else who's struggling with it. It's kind of the silent thing that no one really talks about and that comes from the pressure that's on social media mm. of just seeing so many people whether that be celebrities influencers even like clothing brands like models like that um just kind of making you question like why don't I look like that why can't I have that I wish I had this I wish I didn't have that so that's what I've seen yeah I just I just envision Lake Highlands High School and hundreds and hundreds of students walking around um, and no one talking about it or bringing up this topic, which, you know, is a good thing in some senses in terms of like bullying or um, yeah. mistreating others. But the the on the flip side of it is the challenge of um, there are so many students, not just at Lake Highlands, but all over our world who are walking around truly thinking that they're all alone in this struggle with these um, questions and concerns and insecurities. And it's a silent battle that everyone's afraid to bring up or nervous of how they'll be perceived if they do bring it up. Um, so. Yeah, that's so good. I love the way you just kind of distinguish between external pressure and internal pressure. I think that's really helpful. But unfortunately, if you are listening and you've experienced just um, that external pressure or um, hateful words or discouraging words. Um, I'm really hopeful for the rest of this conversation and what Hanlon has to share for us and the reminder we're going to share from God's word. But um, anyways, Hanlon, what do you, what is the common response among your peers to this internal pressure of body image? Yeah, I would say I've seen um, really negative, degrading, like self-talk, like always in your head of shaming yourself or putting yourself down. And that kind of results in um, restricting food and idolizing um, what foods you are eating, what foods you're not eating, and how much you're working out, thinking that that's going to solve um, that internal war and that internal battle. Um, and also just because people are either just insecure in general or insecure in their body, that they try to find security in drugs or alcohol or relationships or grades or um, affirmation from anyone. And so that's what I've seen um, yeah. I mean, as you were just talking, two two things came to my mind. Um, the first is it's so interesting to see how, um, you know, different addictions or um, ways of rebelling find their root and source in students' lives, um, whether it be guys or girls, in negative body image where 
you know, they might be struggling with performance or anxiety or stress or whatever it might be. But if they were really honest in their really quiet moments, Mm -hmm. it's because of an insecurity about, you know, how they look and what they think they should look like. I think that that is so um, insightful that that you shared that. And the other thing I, I, I was thinking of is, you know, how easy it is and how dangerous it is to take your cue from culture, your cue about yeah. body image. Because like, I mean, we all know this in theory of the magic of Photoshop and the magic of, you know, photo editing and filtering and, you know, making uh, uh, a photo or video look as, um, you know, exactly how you want it to look. And 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 that that's the place where most of us go and see you know, someone and say, man, why don't I look like that? Or I wish I look like that. Or what do I need to do to look exactly like that? But the that that they're talking about isn't even real in some senses, um, which is so challenging um, for students. Yeah. And I think it's so important to pay attention just to what voice you are, lis- you are listening to and what voice is loudest in your life. And if it's the internal um, negative self-talk, it's going to lead to insecurity. And just the reminder of you need to focus on what is true. I like to think about it like you have a word bank account basically in your mind. And every time you offer yourself a positive or encouraging word, you like depositing, you know, and then every time you uh, tell yourself a negative word or a a lie that you believe, it's like withdrawing. And Mm -hmm. you continue to tell yourself negative thoughts or have negative self-talk or continue to put yourself down. It's just withdrawing, withdrawing, withdrawing. So potentially you're just leading from a negative spirit um, about yourself. And so it's really important to continue to affirm what is true about you and what God says about you, because that's the truest thing about you. For sure. And I think the world we live in today, we have unlimited access to like fix a view about ourselves because Mm -hmm. we can go work out. We Mm -hmm. have apps that can help you count your food. Um, And you have apps that can help you fix your face before you post something on social media. And so it's just a unique culture we live in that if you have the thought like something's wrong with me, we have resources to try to like fix that Mm -hmm. rather than asking like, oh, rather, is there something wrong with my thought pattern? Mm -hmm. Like before considering is something actually wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately, many girls I know we're talking to, it's like we whiten our teeth on a photoing app and you lighten it up and you make sure it matches your Instagram aesthetic and you step on the scale every day because you're trying to set the standard we've set for ourselves. And we aren't even starting with what does God say about me? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is dangerous. Um, and we've got to be careful with that, Mm -hmm. but thank you for sharing those thoughts. Hanlon, that is so helpful and just insightful to know what's going on in students' lives these days. But would you be willing to share some of your personal journey with body image struggles and just how that how that's been for you and what lies you believed along the way. Yeah, for sure. So um, I've struggled with body image um, for as long as I can remember. It's always just been that negative self-talk of just degrading myself or shaming myself for um, not working out or for eating this or not eating that or anything like that. And so that resulted in um, controlling food and idolizing working out and thinking I have to work out X amount of X amount of times a week, um, or anything like that. Um, and I just believed I had to be a certain size or look a certain way to be loved or to be worthy of love. Mm -hmm. And so those are just, those lies can get bigger and bigger. Um, and you can believe them more and more as time goes by, if you continue to, um, believe that Mm self-talk. 
Yeah, man. Annalyn, thank you so much for your your courage and your authenticity to share, um, you know, a really hard thing and a really hard um, experience that many have felt trapped and scared to even say out loud. So I hope that, you know, whoever's listened to this, if this is something that you struggle with, that by her, by Hanlon's boldness and courage, that um, her boldness and courage emboldens you and causes you to be courageous. Um, and as you were just sharing, I, I just thought about, man, how important it is, it is to have an accurate view of yourself. And that the view of yourself shouldn't come from culture or even your own internal um, perception of what you should look like and, you know, what you should eat or what you should not eat or how much you should work out or whatever it is, but that your cue um, for you should come from your creator. And, you know, you've heard the verses that have almost become cliche, but it's not a cliche. It is the powerful, um, inspired, true word of God. You know, Psalm 139 verse 14, which talks about the fact that you, that we, every single one of us are fearfully and wonderfully made with meaning, with purpose, with dignity, with value, and that God loves you just the way you are. And he created you um, just the way you are. And that no matter what anyone else says, even you, what what God thinks about you is that you are, you know, um, his creation that he loves and ultimately sent his son to die and to raise again for you. That's how valuable you are to him. Yeah. And just to highlight that verse again, like that verse is saying that God didn't create you and just flippantly scribble something down and dismiss you and just make you, but like he called you a work of art. And so he mm-hmm. created you with intentionality and care for a purpose. And so that should change the way that you view yourself, that you have a purpose, that you're called John 1 12, that you are a child of God. He gave you the right to become a child of God. And so that should change everything about you and make you believe and understand that you have a purpose. Absolutely. Like guys are saying, an accurate view of self is essential for battling negative body image. And so how can a teenager win the body, win this battle against negative body image is to consider God's word and to Mm. start with knowing what does God say about me and believing that for themselves. Because if we're not starting there, then it's just the world screaming lies and screaming Mm. false truths at us. And we're just susceptible if we're Mm. not starting and truly believing, like you guys have been saying, Mm. this is what God says about me and this is who I am in his sight. And so Hanlon, what truth did you realize from God's word that helped you in your struggle? Yeah. So something that really shifted, um, my mind and shifted how I looked at my battle against body image was after I listened to a sermon over confidence and it basically talked about how we don't have, or we shouldn't have self-confidence. We should have God confidence. Mm. And so God confidence is truly trusting um, and understanding what the Lord says of us. And so that we are fearfully, wonderfully made, like y'all said, Mm. and that we are a child of God and that our body is a temple, like what it says in first Corinthians six, nine through 20 of just honoring God with our bodies because he did make our bodies to be a temple. And so having that positive self-talk and having um, fueling your body with food and not working out because you feel like you have to, to lose weight, but because the Lord made your body able to. Totally. And I think that if our confidence is dependent on ourself, you know, like the phrase self-confidence, then we're going to fall short because on my own strength, I can't keep myself confident every day of my life, you know, like I'm going to fall short in that. And so I love even just the idea of God confidence of like, we do need God to have a healthy view of ourselves and to remain confident. So, um, what support systems have you put into your life? In addition to God's word, you know, has there been anything else you've added just another layer of support to help you, um, 
in the struggle? Yeah. So my small group has um, been with me since sixth grade, and that's been a great um, way to battle that um, negative talk and just body image in general. And on top of that community group, just being with a group of girls who we kind of all sat down and um, brought it to the light of like, oh, wait, I do struggle with that. I struggle with that, too. Okay, I struggle with that, too. And just like digging in um, all together and really using all of our strength and all of our faith to um, bring each other up instead of being alone and thinking it's only your journey. Hmm. And then most importantly, um, region for students at Watermark. Shout out. And Shout so, out. Let's go. Um, and so just really um, being open and honest about everything in your life. Um, it can be hard and it was hard, but it's so rewarding of just being around a group of girls, whether that be in your step group or in just your room with 12 other girls. Um, just really talking about the deep stuff that no one wants to talk about and realizing that you are not alone in that struggle and lifting each other up instead of feeling feeling like everyone is pushing you down because you're seeing everything on Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok, but you're like, okay, no, these people struggle too. Mm-hmm. And so really digging deep into that. Speak to the, uh, just the, once you did share at Region mm-hmm. and just the freedom that you found when you did vocalize that struggle, kind of what, what happened when, when you were, you know, courageous to share. Yeah. So um, before I shared, I thought everyone was going to look at me differently. And I was ashamed to share, if that makes sense, of just kind of the stuff that goes along with body image of the control- controlling food and idolizing working out. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I shared, it was just such a weight off of my shoulders. And I felt like it was something I could talk about. And so I feel like without really sharing that to my community group or to my to the girls in my region group, um, I don't think I would be sitting here as vocal about my um struggles because I would think that everyone else would think I was crazy yeah. for sharing all that kind of stuff. But I think just sharing it to other people makes it easier to share to others. Yeah. One of my um professors in seminary, she would always say, she said this phrase that I think of often. She said, um, I think she was quoting some really smart person. Um, anyways, but she would always say there's healing in the telling. And what she meant by that was that when you bring um, your struggles or your challenges to the light with people that love you, know you and care about you and want the best for you. Like even saying it out loud, it loses some of its power. Um, the hold that the enemy has on you with that, with thinking about that struggle with body image, like we're talking about or anything else, like begins to lose its power when you begin to share it. And my professor and that really smart person, they both stole it from James 5, 16, which says, confess your faults one to another. And then the part of the verse that we just like maybe gloss over, it says, so that you may be healed, like literally healed physically, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, in all of these different ways. When you share um, and confess, man, there's power in that moment that the Lord uses um, your telling to bring healing. Yeah. And I would just say, hey, nothing healthy grows in the dark. And so you got to bring it to the light. First John 1 talks about walking as children in the light. And then once you do that, you realize that your confidence isn't in something. It's in someone. It's in a person that's already given your identity for you. And you don't have to go looking for it somewhere else. And so that's really good. I love hearing just the confidence that you walk in because you did have the courage to share. Yeah. And I think something else that I learned in Region um, was that the devil isn't creative. And yeah. he'll um, use the same thing over and over again yeah. because it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he'll keep poking at the same thing of, oh, you don't like this about yourself or, oh, other people are going to see that. 
that you don't want them to see. Mm. Um, but when you kind of share to others and you, you kind of snip that power off, like Jermaine was saying of just, it's not powerful over me anymore and it doesn't, um, hurt me anymore. And so just remembering, like, you may be thinking this stuff in your head, but it truly is just Satan, like just saying the same lies over and over again. So when you realize that it shifts everything of like, okay, this isn't me. This is the devil. Mm. And so that's Pull the plug, you. people. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. pumped up. Get out of this here. is so good. Um, oh, you love to see it. That's yeah. awesome. Hanlon, if you could give just like a final piece of advice to a student who maybe they are struggling in the dark right now, or maybe they're just yeah. like suffocating under the pressure of this culture. They have that internal pressure, the external pressure, maybe both of it. Um, what would you give um, just a piece of advice to that student? Yeah. So I would say the first thing is that no one notices what you notice or what you don't want others to see because they're too consumed in what they don't want you to see. <laughs> and Breach. so they're yeah. not going to see the certain things that you are insecure about because they have their own insecurities because yeah. everyone is insecure in some way. Yeah. Um, and so you shouldn't worry about other people seeing those things. And I just yeah. think also the importance of learning what the Lord says of you and trusting in that fully. Um, and then lastly, just, um, not letting the world define what beauty is um, and letting um, the word of God and what he says beauty is um, just like how it says in Proverbs 31, how charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who loves the Lord is praised forever. And so remembering that what God says about you is more important than what social media does yeah. and how you look physically it's internally. And I love how you quoted that verse because that's just a good reminder that before you can fight a lie, you have to know the truth mm -hmm. and you have to know the truth because it'll set you free. And so it's just a good reminder to have a go-to truth for that lie. And so if you have a lie in your mind, whatever it is, or you feel like the enemy is attacking you in this certain area, it's so important to now grab a verse or a few verses and to combat that lie with the truth. God's word has the power to change your life and you have to utilize it. It is a weapon for a reason. Preachers in sneakers. You love to see it. Can I add one more thing? I Come on. Yeah. We're wrapping up. Um, something that you said earlier, Hanlon, um, that I thought was really insightful and helpful to share um, is that like uh, God gave us, our bodies are our gift, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. A gift that God has given to us. Um, and But because it's a gift, it's also a responsibility that we have to steward well. Right. And so, you know, the the extreme of that is to go into the, you know, idolatry of working out or um, eating certain foods or not eating certain foods and all of those different things. But the thing I wanted to share that came to my mind when you brought that up is that we, we don't get a do over with our bodies. Like God gave us our bodies as a gift. You can only be the son that you are, the daughter that you are, the friend that you are, the classmate that you are, the neighbor you are, the family member you are with the body that you have. And God gave you that body as a gift to be a blessing um, toward others. And um, it doesn't fulfill some of its purpose when you begin to um, be inwardly focused on what do I think about me and what do other people think about me? Um, and the antidote to that is to um, remind yourself of what God thinks about you and be reminded of the fact that he gave you your body uh, to, to glorify him and for the good of others. So, well, Hanlon, thank you so much for being yes, on the podcast. Let's go. It was so helpful. I love getting to hear just how you have fought the lie with truth and how you have reminded yourself of the insecurities that you faced 
you've said, Hey, when I vocalize those things, when I share those things with others, there's healing that comes into your life. And so I'd encourage you anyone who's listening, if you struggle with insecurity or a lie that you're believing, the best place to be is in the light. And so share that with others. And so that is going to do it for us on the podcast. Yeah. If you have any more questions about teenage life, we we're here to discuss DM anything. us. DM us. Hit There's, us up, guys. It's a thing called Instagram. You can look us up on Shoreline Dallas. Other than that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, y'all. Wow. Thanks, Sandlin. Bye. Bye.